It is the final Always 100 podcast of the 2010s, and we're doing it live on a Sunday morning ahead of Week 17. How you guys doing? Happy holidays from all of us at the Always 100 podcast. I'm Quinn, joined each and every week for this entire season by the esteemed co-host, or one of the esteemed co-hosts of the Always 100 podcast, my mom, Mona, who is completely bummed out because the Cowboys probably aren't going to make the playoffs. Mom, any thoughts on that? Well, I want to say before that, that we're back to our roots, Quinn, of doing Sunday afternoon right before kickoff podcast. So kind of excited about that, and especially that being our last one of the year and of the decade, kind of cool. Now, onto those scrubs that I call my favorite team. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, a little bummed because I was on that Super Bowl train, plane, automobile from way back, you know, back in August. So it's disheartening to see what it has transpired into coming into week 17. So. <sighs> All right. And we're also joined by the other esteemed co-host, Michael Trevor, whose Steelers need a win and a Tennessee loss to make the playoffs, and I could see it happening, even though Uncle Trevor doesn't want it to happen either. How you doing, man? It's not going to happen. First off, Pittsburgh still will probably won't even score today. But I think Houston is sitting out. <laughs> Houston is well, Houston's sitting out, I think, Deshaun Watson and Hopkins, so they're going to get beat. So Tennessee's going to win. Tennessee's a better playoff team than Pittsburgh anyway. Pittsburgh would just humiliate themselves one more time. So this should be it. They can go on their vacation. We ain't got to look at that pathetic offense until next September. Well, uh, well, we're going we're gonna to see what happens because, yes, Bob, we are back to the old roots. We are doing live Sunday podcasts. Well, at least this week. Um uh, you know, a wild card weekend starts on a Saturday, so who knows, guys? We might do your live Saturday podcast next week. Just you got to stay tuned and uh, roll with the punches with us as we are embarking on the last show of the decade, and here's what we got going on for you. Clinching scenarios. We're going through every clinching scenario that we can go through in this hour. We're going to talk quickly about the Seattle-San Francisco game because uh, that's the only game that really matters to me, like as far as uh, for both teams. Um, we also got college football playoff reaction, because that was yesterday. Uh, we got uh, LSU and Clemson for the title, and I think it's going to be a fantastic game, and I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. And we'll do some pick em, and yours truly at 12-4 and four, picked up the win last week after it should have won um, – should have won the week before, but uh, lost on points or or wh- whatever it was. So, can't wait for uh, that. My miscalculation. So, so, okay. It's all right. Let's get into it here. Actually, you know what? We're going to start with the college football playoff really quick, you guys. Uh, Mom and Uncle Trevor, I don't know if you guys watched, but this morning I watched the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and um, – what Joe Burrow did to them boys was just disrespectful. That, that was disrespectful. He, he didn't have to do them like that. 
Joe Burrow. I mean, forty nine. Was it forty nine fourteen at halftime? My goodness. So something like that. I mean, you didn't have to embarrass them people like that on tele on national television, man. You wouldn't have to do them people that way. The man has seven touchdowns and a half. I mean, what am I supposed to do with that? Seven touchdowns and a half against Oklahoma, who's not a scrub. They're, they're scrubs on defense, but they're not a scrub team. And they won 63-28, and it was over in the second quarter. I mean, LSU clearly is the number one team. And uh last thing I'll say about this game is, man, it, it's, it's so sad. One of the coaches staff um, – uh, did you hear about that one one of the, the ladies that was covering the game for LSU that she died in a plane crash yesterday going to the game and they talked about that during the game and that's incredibly sad and we uh, um, send our thoughts to the people affected. Um, I think one of the coaching staff, uh, one of the guys in the press box, um, I think his name was like Steve Jr. was was the guy's name. Um, his uh, fiance or wife. Um, died in that plane his crash wife. going to the game. Yeah, his wife died and died during the game. So just, just unbelievably sad. So uh, if you didn't have didn't want to root for LSU before, that that's a reason to root for them just to, you know, see see those guys win the title. Um and I think it's gonna be great. So that's the first game. Um you you pick it up from there. Yeah, I didn't watch much because I swear every time I turned it to the game I saw LSU sprinting for another touchdown. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, not no defense played for Oklahoma at all when I watched. I'm like, oh, this is pathetic. I, I thought Oklahoma would have a better showing than what they had yesterday. But we all know that their strength is not defense. It is on the offense. Um, but, you know, Jalen Hurts has nothing on <laughs> the Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, no comparison. I mean, Burrow was just slinging it yesterday. I was like, oh, my goodness. They almost looked like a pro team yesterday. Like, could you imagine if Joe Burrow wasn't a pro, had those seven touchdowns, how many fantasy points he'd have? Oh, my. That that, that would have been awesome for somebody. But, yeah, I just I, – I wasn't in tune with the game. I think I ended up flipping it back and forth. And then by the time the second half started, I didn't even tune back again. And I, you know, found out the score later. So, yeah, it was a it was a beatdown of epic proportion yesterday. Oklahoma, I think I told you, Quinn didn't have a chance walking into that game, so it was pretty evident that they were not the better team yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. I'll let Uncle Trevor get in here and I'll respond. Uncle Trevor, what, what did you think about the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl yesterday? No, no, it wasn't. LSU had better players. That's, that's all it was. Oklahoma, the Big 12 doesn't recruit or focus much on defense anyway, but, I mean, if you looked at the offense for Oklahoma, they, the guy didn't have time to pass. They were in his face repeatedly. So that's that's where you, people focus on Burrow, but LSU just had more, more talent everywhere than Oklahoma did. So it wasn't just – it's easy to play quarterback when you're surrounded by that kind of talent. And he's good. But, you know, that was just a talent, a talent thing there. LSU just had way more talent. And it was embarrassing. So, SEC game yeah. puffed their chins down again. They, yeah, that, they're the most yeah. dominant Oof. team. 
unless unless Clemson is better than what they appear to be. It's gonna be another blowout probably in two weeks. Well, I mean you well you, you can start us off there. Did you did you watch the Fiesta Bowl yesterday? Did you watch? Some of it. I mean, you know I just now just this morning just this morning I just saw the um overturn fumble, which was horrible, but you know, SEC rest is responsible for that. There's no way there's no way there's indisputable evidence to overturn that fumble touchdown. But I like I told um your mom, Mona, game turn when the Ohio State guy um cheap shotted a Clemson quarterback. Used to climb his helmet. Instead of getting a sack and making Clemson punt down sixteen to nothing to give him a a first down deep in their territory, and then Clemson scores, and the, the game has changed after that forever. So, you know, I, I'm not, I don't feel sad for Ohio State. That was a dirty play that they did. And they got one of their key players ejected, and it changed momentum. So, I mean, they did get cheated on the fumble overturn, but they should have probably, the game should have been a blowout early on. I mean, the one, the one touchdown. Well, it was a blowout. No, the one touchdown, well, the I mean, running Clemson back. doing anything in the first well, you know, yeah, quarter and it, a half. It should have been more than 16 to nothing. It should have been at least 27 to nothing. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it was a blowout yeah. the way it was headed. Yeah. Um, right. Like you said, with those yeah. momentum-changing uh, plays. Now, as far as that's concerned, though, I believe that Trevor Lawrence may have lowered his head also. Um so that sort of contributed to how the play looked. But Wade, I mean, he was flying in there. So that was almost like a bang, bang. I don't think he hit him targeted on, on purpose. I don't think he went for his head on purpose. I just think that's how everything ended up. So I was a little sad to see him get ejected. But, if, but Trevor if Lawrence you use did the crown, crushed. If you use the crown of your helmet, you're going to get ejected. And they know better. He come in with his shoulder like he's supposed to. That never would have happened. But he used the crown. I, I feel in sympathy. These guys know that. They just keep doing it. They keep throwing them out until they learn. Well, on the uh, other I, play I, that was interesting too was the uh, the block. Well, they attempted to block the Clemson punt, and they ended up yeah. roughing the the kicker. They, they ran right into him. Yeah, they roughed him. So I mean, here 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 was the thing for me. I mean. I, I was I was at Matchbox Matchbox from Rockville watching the game and you know I, Clemson was getting hammered. I mean they were getting beat. They couldn't they couldn't block Chase Young. They couldn't block anybody on Ohio State's defense. And yes, that play with Sean Wade. I mean it just changed the entire game. And yes, Trevor Lawrence was probably concussed. But if you thought the guy was really going to go into the concussion tent and protocol and stuff, and think he was not going to play that game. You're crazy. He was going to play the game if he had a concussion. And he, you know, that was going to be what it is. Because he got absolutely hammered. I mean, he got blasted by Sean Wade. I mean, and and, and, then, and then Chase Young bent him over. So, so I mean, he got hit in the, he got hit in the helmet, you know, with the guy that hit, hit him in the crown of his helmet right in his face mask. And then he got bent over. Too. So I mean, he was really hurting on that play, but for him to go, and then he turns four, around and sprints 
you know, for what, what, yep. six, 50, 60 yard touchdown? Yeah, 67 I mean, yards. Yep. Than I 60, thought too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he six, was moving. 220 is not supposed to move that quickly. Like, like that guy was flying. I mean, he, he was like really, really flying. So, you know, and and then, and it came down. I mean, yeah, Ohio State had plenty of chances. And let's be honest. That was a terrible call because we all we all know that was a fumble. The guy took four steps. The guy knocked the ball out of his hand. They picked it up and ran it back. Okay, that was a touchdown. You took seven points off the board. You lost by six. <laughs> so you know, hey, well, let's just call it what it is. I mean, the guy, the well, guy. But now, now wait a minute, hold it. But Clemson also yeah. missed at least one, maybe two field goals. So. Well, you know, okay. You have to put that in yeah, there too. Yeah, so two field goals would be okay. Well, they, well, okay, maybe. But you know, that, then it came down to Justin Fields. I mean, Justin Fields had the perfect. They had the perfect play call. The guy fell down. That's why. That's why he threw it right to the guy. It's like, oh wait, Justin Fields just like canned the ball right to the guy with in no. a white and orange shirt. No, he fell down. No, <laughs> guy, no, no, he didn't fall. What they could, what they had an article about it. This, this receiver incorrectly thought that Fields was going to was scrambling, so he adjusted his route. He was going to try and turn his route to go to the corner instead of keeping oh. running the post pattern. Oh. And then that day, when okay. he was turning around to go to the corner, he fell. But he never should have adjusted his route in the first place. He should have kept running in the post. And that's why interesting. He was that's why I feel through the ball to the post because the receiver should have okay. kept running. But wow. he had just in his route taking that field of okay. scrambling when he wasn't. So that's why. Well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know it because because when I'm watching, I'm like, Justin Fields, the guy who's only had two interceptions all year, just threw the ball directly to a guy where his receiver wasn't there. Like, it, it just didn't seem right from the get-go. So, I was, so it was either like, okay, like you said, he either ran the wrong way or he fell down. So, like, I was just yeah. like, where where was the receiver? It was like, you know, right. so, you know, and he, and, and, you know, I kind of feel bad for him because he was a transfer, he was a transfer guy. You know, he guy had like, what, 40 touchdowns or like 42, 43 touchdowns or something like that, like three interceptions. I mean, the guy was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and we, we all knew that that was going to be the better of the two games. Because, Mom, you you were right, um, and I'll, I'll have the last word here so we can get to um, the NFL stuff here. But, um, you know, you were right. I mean, you told me that Clint, Clint, uh, Oklahoma didn't really have a, a chance, and they didn't um, because the line was 14 for two weeks. Well, that was a <laughs> it was a two-touchdown line for two weeks. Oh, it my moved. God. So, the, the, line, the line closed at 14. The over, I mean, and the over over was like seventy six, and guess what? Not only did LSU cover the over hit too, because they, they were sixty three <laughs> to twenty eight, and, and I'm about the smartest guy in the world, but I think sixty three to twenty eight is more than seventy six. So, uh, you know, yes. that I, it was it was amazing, it was unbelievable. Joe Burrow, Joe, look, and I, Trevor, you are right. The SEC, the SEC has a talent just mismatch over Oklahoma. And that's why Oklahoma keeps getting in and keeps getting their heads beat in every time they go to the college football playoff. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see what Lincoln Riley does now because, well, 
in a minute because we're going to talk about the clinching scenarios and your team and my team and Uncle Trevor's team. And, you know, hey, when it's 49 to 14 at halftime, you don't think Lincoln Riley is kind of thinking, eh, Dak, Amari, Zeke Elliott, Dallas, eh, I mean, just, just a small move down the road. Yeah, but do I want Maybe. him moving down the road? Wow. Oh, wow. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get your we'll get Jimmy your opinion. Well, we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll we'll get your opinion on that in just a minute. We'll get you all talking about your Cowboys, and we'll get your opinions on that in just a second here. But uh, LSU, you know, LSU and uh, Clemson for the title. Um, it's going to be really hard. I think we'll pick we'll pick that game. The podcast before um, January thirteenth. So. Uh, we'll pick that game then, but it should be awesome. All right, let's take a minute and take a break to tell you that you are listening live and that we do actually mean live today on the Always 100 podcast, uh, live on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com, last show of the decade, and we are bringing it to you live. Uh, follow the show, Always 100 podcast, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, soon, well, I'm still I'm still in the works on a basketball, college football, college basketball, NBA mashup show to keep going after the winter, uh, for the winter, and then the spring we're trying to figure out figure that out as well. So, uh, some more expansions coming. Hopefully, get some better mics so we we can, you know, start giving you guys way better content. Uh, but we appreciate the support. It does mean a lot to us. Thank you. And please continue to listen, spread the word, and so we can get this podcast ten times better and uh, you know, ten times better, better sounding, better feeling, just better. I want to be better in 2020, and uh, we, we will get there. All right, Mom, here we go. I'm Trevor, here we go. Clinching scenarios. Let's run through these really quick. Here's what we do know. The AFC playoffs, five teams are in. Patriots are in. Chiefs are in. Bills are in. Ravens are in. Uh, who else? Who else? AFC's. Texans are in. Yep. Texans, Patriots, Ravens, the Ravens in the north, Texans south, Patriots east, KC west, and Buffalo in the east as well. Those are all in. The only thing we need to figure out at the AFC, who's the two seed going to be? Uh, and who the number six seed is going to be, uh, and who the three seed is going to be. And we're going to figure that out right now. So we're starting the AFC. Um, the Ravens, as we all know, beat the Browns last week. And once they beat the Browns, they uh, clinched the number one seed in the AFC because, you know, the Ravens are just on one of those rolls. They won, what, 11 straight, 12 straight, something like that. Uh, they're playing amazing right now. That's the number one seed. Kansas City, let's talk about here. Kansas City, this is from USA Today. Kansas City at 11-4 versus San Diego. Uh, they clinch a first-round bye if they win and the Patriots lose. That's, that's how they get it. The, the Patriots win, they're the number two seed. Simple as that. So if the, and if the Chiefs lose, uh, they're the, we're the number two seed. Okay, so that's, that's a 2-3 matchup. Uh, Patriots and Miami, uh, Kansas City, and San Diego. 
The Raiders. Here's the battle for the sixth seed. Uncle Trevor, listen up here. Battle for the sixth seed. This is for you. The Raiders clinch a playoff spot. And I'll try to put this in layman's terms. The Raiders need to win. The Steelers, Titans need to lose. And the Colts need to win. And if all that happens, the Raiders will make the playoffs because they have a uh, they have a strength of victory tiebreaker. So, um, so and also they said here the Raiders clinch a strength of victory tiebreaker over the Steelers if one or more of the following teams win or tie. The Bears need to win. The Lions, the Chargers, or the Patriots. So if one or two of these teams win and all the other stuff the Raiders need to do, if that happens, the Raiders would make the playoffs because they have more tiebreakers than the Steelers. So, um, yeah, that's the Raiders scenario. The Steelers, 8-7 and seven at Baltimore, 13-2. and two. Here's the deal with them. They have to win and the Titans have to lose. So, that's the easiest way. They could also make it if the Titans lose, the Colts win, and the Raiders lose. Um, Or, here's this good one. Titans lose, Colts win, the Steelers tie, Raiders, and and then they would tie the Raiders in a strength of victory tiebreaker. So, the Steelers basically need a win and a Tennessee loss to get in. So, that's the six seed for now. I think the Titans are going to be here in a minute. And, yep, here comes the Titans here. But this is all going to be a moot point, you guys. This is all moot point if the Titans just win. If the Titans beat Houston, they're going to the playoffs. Simple as that. So those are the AFC playoff clinching scenarios. The NFC, here's where we know is going to the playoffs. Packers, New Orleans. Minnesota, 49ers, Seahawks. Five teams are in. Now, the only thing left to figure out is the NFC East. Oh, the NFC East, uh, that team, whoever wins that, will be the number four seed in the NFC playoffs. And we're going to have to figure out home field advantage because the Saints, 49ers, and Green Bay all have a shot. If Seattle wins, they would be the two seed. So let's let's start here. Mom, your Cowboys. They, they put the Cowboys first here. I didn't make this up. Your Cowboys <laughs> clinch the NFC East, and it's very simple. You you've heard it all week. You win, the Eagles lose. You're going to the playoffs, even if you don't want to. The Cowboys are going if those two things happen. Okay. The Packers. Here's home field advantage. We got three. Three things to talk about. Actually, no, but no, we don't. No, we don't. We'll, we'll go. We'll go to the Eagles first. The Eagles. If the Eagles win, mom, they're going. Now, will they win? I don't know. Uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, just a minute. So the NFC East comes down to Dallas. Uh, Dallas Redskins, Philly Giants. Philly wins. They're going. Cowboys can win forty-five to three, and it doesn't matter if the Eagles win. So. Uh, that that's all you need to know there. Now, home field advantage. Let's see here. 49ers, they clinch the NFC West if they win tonight. You also clinch a first-round bye if they win tonight. And they clinch home field advantage if they win tonight in Seattle. So, 49ers, 
All they need to do is win. They're the number one seed. They win the West. They get a first round bye. All that, you know, all that uh, jazz there. The 49ers, they clinch the NFC West. If they beat the 49ers, they clinch the NFC West. Now, here's the thing with Seattle. They're going to need a first, they're going to need a Packers loss to clinch a first round bye. So, yeah, so I don't know if the Seahawks win, they clinch the division, but if the the Packers don't lose, they're not getting a bye. So they'll be the three, I guess. They they might be the three, and then the Saints, the Saints or Green Bay would be one or two. Um, And and if if they do win, the Packers lose and the Saints lose, uh, Seattle then and only then will Seattle be the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, Let's go one more here. Let's go to the Packers. Packers, all they would have to do to clinch a first-round bye is have the Saints win, actually. So if the Saints beat Hmm. Carolina in Charlotte, which I know it's weird, the Saints would have to win. So if the Saints do what they need to do, the Packers get a bye, which I don't (laughs) – I I find that kind of interesting. So – but the Packers also clinch home field throughout the playoffs. Saints win, Packers lose. So, yeah, the well, where are we at? Yeah, this is the Packers. So, clinch home field advantage throughout the playoffs. If the Saints tie, the Packers lose and the 49ers lose. If the Packers lose so, some amazing way, if the Packers lose, they can get the number one seed. But – they're going to have to have the Saints to win. They would need to lose, and the 49ers would need to lose, and then they would jump all of them to get the number one seed. I I, I just find that a little weird, but I'm, I'm reading what's on the screen here, guys. So, okay. Um, is there anything else here for – nope, I don't think there's anything else. So, let me be quiet here, and you guys can react. Mom, you go ahead and react to everything you heard there. My reaction is, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> like, goodness. Yeah. Um, there's got to be a simpler way to do some of this, but I, I, I suppose not with all the, the data and analytics people working. I guess that's the best way to do it. But, uh Okay. So I don't have a lot to say about all those scenarios because, honestly, I'm really only interested in one scenario. But I'm not feeling confident that Dallas will get in because I'm not so sure if the Giants really want to help Dallas. I don't, I'm not sure if the Giants really want to win to help Pat Shermer. Okay, so – uh, you, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how the Giants really come out and play. I would love to see. You better, you better uh, record this or quote me later. But I'm saying, right, just for this game, that I want Saquon Barkley to run wild on Philly today, and I don't want Danny to be loose change today. I want him to be Danny Dimes today. Okay, so I really do want the Giants at their best. But I'm not so sure that's going to happen. And as Steve Marici said earlier on um, uh, the NFL pregame, 
the de- or maybe it's Kurt Warner. One of them said that he thinks that Philly has come too far to lose today at MetLife Stadium, and I kind of agree with that. You know, they'll they'll put it together, and I think the Philly will end up being the division champs. All right. Well, I'll get Trevor pick it up from there. What are your thoughts on all this stuff that I ran through here? I mean, most of it. You know, you get to the playoffs, and I mean, most of it is a first round buy. You want to have a first round buy because these guys are older. You need a, a week off to rest, so that that's key. But um, the Kansas City, New England's not gonna lose to Miami, so th- that's that scenario. There's already there's gonna be one seed is one through four is probably already set. Kansas City's not gonna lose at home. New England's not gonna lose at home, and Houston's already. Surrender that game. They just don't even care. So it's going to be those are the four seeds, and you know, Pittsburgh. Like I said Pittsburgh. Tennessee should win. But in all the other scenarios, Tennessee is not going to lose to whoever Houston's starting today. And he ain't going to be whoever's starting quarterback. Ain't got nothing nobody to throw to. With Will Fuller and Hopkins out, he just he'd be out there. He'd be a sitting duck for whoever Tennessee. You no, know, it is going to kill him probably because in the pocket there. So it's kind of sad but for um, that quarterback. Who is Houston's backup quarterback? Do you know? That's a very good no, question. Actually, no, I, I don't. Actually, that's uh, it's, it's not Tom Savage anymore. Well, let's let's check this let's check this out here. Uh, keep going, Uncle Charles. Get the I'll get that for you. Well, I mean, so yeah, I mean, Tennessee get the sixth seed, and I mean, I don't know. They beat Kansas City earlier this year. So maybe they could do it again. It's possible. There'll be a better matchup in the playoffs. There'll be a better competitor than Pittsburgh. I mean, Tannehill isn't all that good, but he's 100% better than anything Pittsburgh has a quarterback. So, with Mr. Duck. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, Duck might take you to the promised land, for all you know. Please stop. <laughs> Mom, Mom, stop. Right. Uh, don't, 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 don't make No. No. Mom didn't, didn't say that. She didn't say that. Sorry. No, no, no. No, sorry. Um, you know, that's just, he's, not, uh, he's, yeah. not, he's not going to Miami? He's not going to take y'all to Miami? No, oh, he had no money. Oh, come on. He's just a scrub. <laughs> He can't, he can't afford to buy his mom anything. He's getting minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but I think I think um, the backup quarterback AJ McCarron. But don't quote me on that. Oh. I looked it up. I think AJ McCarron's the backup quarterback. So oh. maybe. Well, maybe that's not. If he has somebody to throw to out there. I might, I might change my mind in that game. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, here, here's my deal. Here's my deal. I got a couple. I got a couple things. I, I just need to get off my chest. I think the Giants are going to beat the Eagles. I, I just, I, I just do. I, I, I don't think. I, I think it's for no reason. But let's be honest. The Eagles are depleted and they stink. They, they are, they are not very good. They are not a good team. I'm sorry. And, and. The reason I say that is I, I know they're not a good team because the way Dallas played last week, last week, 
they should have beat them by 35 points. Like, like I mean, like with the people that they have, like they should, they should kill them. It, it shouldn't have been a game. The Cal, that game came down to a heave into the end zone. And if it wasn't for their fourth string quarter stepping up and making a really impressive play, and mom, yes, the guys all the told that the guy, the guy, he hooked the guy's arm. So maybe he might not have made the play if the guy's arm wasn't hooked underneath him. Okay, but still, it came down to him making an unbelievable play on fourth down with a minute to go in the game, like a minute and a half to go, to save their season, because. You know, and we'll get to Dallas in a minute. So, I mean, but, you know, they won 17 to 9. With the way Dallas played and all them people dropping passes, you should have put 40 on them. It should have been 40 to 9. And you had to come down to the final seconds against Dak Prescott with a broke shoulder, Zeke Elliott getting 13 <laughs> carries, and receivers dropping passes all over the place. Like, Oh, yeah. they, they, oh, they were dropping so many passes. They need to have a garbage truck to pick up all the all the balls they drop. Okay. I mean, I mean, they get. I don't want. I, I don't want to revisit that because I'm getting mad. I understand you don't want to revisit it. it, but this this has a lot. This has a lot more to do about the Eagles than the Cowboys. The Cowboys stink too. Let's be honest, they stink too because I mean, their defense. Their defense showed up. Then when their defense shows up. They decided to give Zeke Elliott 13 carries in the biggest game of the season that if you win, you go to the playoffs. You give the guy 13 carries. I done called you people out last week to give the, give the ball to him 35 times. Give the ball to him 30 times, you win. It's very easy. But you gave him 13 carries in the biggest game of the year, so you get what you deserve, quite frankly. You get, you get what you deserve. So um, there, there, there was that. Um, for my team... Yeah, we're probably going to beat Miami. The spread's 16 and a half. The, yeah, the Patriots, I think the spread's too high. Take Miami plus the points. The spread's, the spread's way too high. But uh, the Patriots will win by 10. They'll get it done. Tom and them will have a bye again. And we'll see what they can do against Kansas City on January 10th or 11th or, you know, whenever they the Chiefs and the Patriots or whatever day that is. So, you know, we're, we're going to see Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City coming up uh, to Foxborough again, and we'll take our chances then. I don't think we're we'll going to have to worry about uh, playing a wild card weekend. Um, and the only other one, I think, I don't know. Uncle Jarvis already made it clear he doesn't want he, he doesn't want uh, the Steelers to go. So, but I don't really think Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee can hang with them, but. In Nashville, when it's 65 and sunny, instead of, like, what, what do you think it's going to be? A wild card weekend of the Kansas City, 25, oh, maybe. Maybe. 25, probably snow all the ground. May, maybe. Probably. <laughs> you who, know. Would that, who, who would that affect more, Quinn? A team who passes or a team who runs? Uh, who passes? Well, yeah, I think who yeah, passes the team who passes. You're right. You're right. I think Kansas, Kansas City, City does. Yeah, for sure. But but then again, but then but wait, but wait a minute. But then again, it was snowing on Wild our divisional playoff weekend last year where they played the Colts and Mahomes was throwing the ball all over the place. So maybe maybe not. I don't know. You know, so depends on how much snow I think. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, he watched. We all watched that game last year. I mean, there was like there was a decent amount of snow on the ground. It was snowing during the game. The guy was throwing the ball everywhere. So, you know, maybe for him, he's not. He's immune to the snow and everything. So, but I, I just, I, I'm just wait. I'm ready to see what the Patriots do because honestly. You know, we're unfortunately for us, we're going to have to beat both Kansas City and Baltimore to get to the Super Bowl. Um, and I, I it, it's, I'll just put it to you like this: it's going to take a tremendous effort on our part to get it done this year. I, Baltimore is the favorite, deservedly so. Kansas City's got a better offense, deservedly so. Um, versus us, it's going to be. It's going to be Tom and Bill's greatest challenge, I think, this year because Lamar actually was – Lamar last year was a scrub as far as throwing the ball. I mean, the guy had 25 yards passing at three quarters in a playoff game on live TV <laughs> that all of us watched. We were watching him throw yeah, the that ball was 25 bad. yards was really against the bad. San Diego Chargers. I mean, that was horrible. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't unsee that. I mean, that was last year's playoffs. you got to go back in the playoffs and throw for more than 25 yards in three quarters. Could you do that for us? Could you win a playoff I game think you will. and then talk to me? I think you I mean, will. I mean, yeah. 25 yards in three quarters against old man Rivers? 25. 25 yards. Wow. Unbelievable. Okay. Anyway, Lamar, bottom line is, it's really going to come down to Kansas City, New England, and Baltimore in the AFC. Houston, to be totally honest with you, I don't know. I don't know. I really think Buffalo might beat them, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I think Buffalo's going to go in there and beat them. Um, and because Houston, as much as I like Deshaun Watson, the mothers, and Uncle Charles, I know you guys like Deshaun too, but they're going to get their, they always lose in this first game. Like, they always lose. They never beat anyone. I don't understand. Uh, you know, so, and Buffalo's got a defense good enough to de- to definitely cause some problems for them. So, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm excited for the playoffs. <clears throat> okay. Let's move on really quick. And, Uncle Trevor, we're going to come to you here. Get, talk, get your reaction here on the Sunday night game the battle for home field advantage and first-round buys in the NFC West, Seattle at San Francisco. San Francisco's favored by three. You go ahead and tell us who's winning this game, what you think is going to happen. Well, I mean, Seattle has no running backs. I mean, you know, I came out on the count, Marshawn Lynch. He didn't play all year. So, I mean, San Francisco. It's all, it's you don't think Chris Mars is any good? Oh, he's not injured? Well, he's, he's not injured? injured, too. I could be wrong. Mom, Mom, Chris Carson and uh, their other running back are done for the year. One broke, one okay, broke so his I'm... arm. The other one had a hip problem. So, about, yeah, they, they, they're they done for the season. That's why they brought back Turbin and Marshawn Lynch. Okay. You know why? Because I didn't watch it on Sunday. Because I was still remember I was surprised that Arizona beat Seattle. So I missed the fact that Carson got hurt. Okay. Wow. Didn't know that. All right. So I mean, it's all up to Garoppolo, as long as he doesn't choke. I mean, Seattle. You know, they do play better at home on the on the turf. 
49 49ers kind of unclear. I guess they had some injury problems with their cornerback. I guess from the New Orleans game. So I mean, Seattle's gonna have to pass to win. And I think they're gonna get pressure on Wilson. The Niners are gonna respect Seattle's running game. And they're gonna come right after him. I mean, we really only only Seattle's only chance is just Garoppolo just I guess wet himself in, in prime time. That's that's their only that's their only hope. I'm sorry. Oh, man. You there? That's pretty funny. Bob, yeah, Bob, go, go ahead, Bob. Pick it up from there. I, I don't know. Yeah, I was trying to just, like, pass over that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I didn't know that Chris Carson was hurt. That, that throws my whole thought of that game off now because I, I was pretty confident Seattle was going to end up winning, but now I don't know. Uh, San Francisco's defense is, is okay. I mean, I think they're probably a little overrated. Do we know if Richard Sherman is playing at all for the 49ers? I don't. Let me see okay. here. I, uh, you, you, you'll probably so, find that out about 7 o'clock. You, the, the, you, won't, you won't know that right now. It's too, it's too early. Yeah. Fully inactive. Yeah, I mean, so you, you pretty, want to know that. San Francisco has, has given up a lot of points on a couple of games this year, and Garoppolo, I, I still think, though, oh, who was that backup last year? I think it was actually better than Garoppolo, but they won't play him because they're paying Garoppolo. Uh, if they had the other guy, Nick something or other, in there playing, I would have gone with San Francisco. But this now, to me, is a toss-up. I just, I just don't know. So I'd have to go now. I think I'll still stick with Seattle because of Russell Wilson because he finds ways to win. And I think now they're, you know, they know that their two really good running backs are gone. They're going to find ways to, um, to complement Wilson without having those running backs. So maybe he does more with his tight ends or maybe, you know, I think, I think the tight end plays will probably come in. Um, it'll do more screen plays, uh, screen passes, and, and things like that. So, uh, and I believe Clowney's playing for Seattle's defense, so I think he'll be good for them. So, yeah, I'm sticking with Seattle. I, I think they'll 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 pull it out. San Francisco has been trending downward the last half of the season, also. So I'm going to pick Seattle. Yeah. Uh... A part, yeah, part, a part of me is like this. This game is going to be so close that you're not really going to even, you know, you know what I mean. Like this game is so close, you know, for the most part that you never know because Russell Wilson all he does is play close games. He never blows anybody out unless you're the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona this past year. You know, I mean, that's the only team he blew out uh, this whole year. So uh, here's the deal with me. I'll just be quick about this. 49ers have a better defense, even though it's kind of shown some cracks here. Um, Seattle's defense is horrible. They they don't stop anybody. They they can't stop anybody. Seriously, I mean it's just they're 27th or 26th or 27th in the league. They can't stop people. Russell Wilson's gonna have to win the game by himself. 
Because I don't think, yeah, you know, I'm agree with Uncle Trevor. I don't think Marshawn Lynch is going to be like. I don't think he's going to be, you know, that guy just yet. Maybe give him a couple of games, maybe, maybe maybe a game or two under his belt. He might give us, uh, you know, a couple of beast most signature moments here. Uh, but San Francisco is just better, uh, in my opinion, and they win close games too. So. Uh, I'll, I'll wait three and take uh, the 49ers to, to win this game and lock up the number one seed. But that being said, um, San Francisco is a very beatable number one seed. I, I, you know, you get the right quarterback out there. You, you get, I mean, Aaron, we, we saw the Aaron Rodgers experiment. That didn't really work out too well. But, you know, you, you, get, you get a Drew Brees out there maybe, um, you know, you might you might have a shot to beat them, but uh, they're a formidable team. And the 49ers have been absolutely terrific. And Jimmy Garoppolo, whether he chokes or not, I mean, the guy, the guy's on a, what, a 13 win team, 12 win team. So, you know, he's, he's done, he's done his part and Shanahan's probably going to win coach of the year. So 49ers have got a lot of things going for them. And I think they'll get the job done uh, Sunday night, tonight uh, in Seattle. And I'll wait all way three. Okay. <clears throat> Any anything else you want to say, guys, before we uh, run through these picks real quick? No, I nope. think I'm good. What do you think, Trev? Nope. Oh, all right, we're good. Let's uh, let's get through these picks here. The pick'em, the last pick'em of the two of the twenty tens, and I hope to win it. So uh, let's go end on a high note here. Here we go. Um, You know what? I'm going to do this a little bit differently. Um, Give me a second here. Um, You know what? Let's just run through these games that don't matter here. Uh, Buffalo and the Jets. uh, I'll take – Buffalo's playing everybody, right, Ma? Well, I know Cole Beasley's not playing, but I think Josh Allen is playing. Um, So – you know, the, the offense might be a little shaky today. Uh, you know what? Uh, the Jets and the Bills don't really like each other. I, um, I'll take uh, – uh, yeah, these games are hard. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take Buffalo minus one because it's only one. I'll take Buffalo. Mom, who do you have? Buffalo. And Uncle Trevor? The Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, they I, 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 I might, I might change, I might change my pick on this one. Yeah, I, I might, I might change my pick on this. I pick, I might pick Buffalo well, next week. I, I don't know if I'm gonna be on a Buffalo. Hmm. I, I, I mean, yeah, these games are so hard. Like, you know what I mean? So, uh, next game that doesn't really matter: Cleveland minus two and a half against Cincinnati. My, uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have? <laughs> I know. Um, Cleveland nine to eight. Oh, see. Here you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I'm going back. I'm changing my Buffalo pick because uh, John Brown, Devin Singletary, uh, all those guys—they're oh, no. all out. No, so cha- I'm picking. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking the Jets. I didn't know that. I'm changing. I'm changing my pick. Change Buffalo uh, Jets. 
just for me. And then, look, we all are on the same side, so watch the watch the Buffalo Bills win anyway. So just, just watch. That that's probably gonna happen. All right, Rob, who do you have uh, in this game? Cleveland and Cincinnati. Well, I'm picking Cleveland because Cincinnati's gonna want to hang on to that draft spot. So well, they, they are uh, already clinched. They're already clinched. Oh, they, the draft well, spot. yeah. Yeah, well, they still. I think Cleveland's still gonna want to win. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I get. Honestly, I guess Cleveland's gonna win. I, I don't know. Cincinnati stinks. So I'm. Yeah, I'll pick Cleveland for no reason. And uh, Uncle Trevor, you pick Cleveland nine to eight. Yep. All right. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Let's go to That's another so game. Doesn't matter. Atlanta against Tampa Bay. I'll, I'll, I'll pick. I'll pick Atlanta huh. and pick them here. I'll pick Atlanta uh, in Tampa. Uncle Trevor, who do you have here? Well, I mean, the only game this is important because I want to see Jameis Winston get the 30 interception. That's the only game this <laughs> game is important. That's the, that's the main reason to watch this game. Well, I was going to say you over, know? under, he throws six interceptions. No, but... he only needs two. He only needs two interceptions to get the 30. That's the, that's the goal. Well, he'll, he'll throw that. That's not going to be a yeah. problem. Oh, he's minus five hundred. He's he's minus five hundred to throw an interception if you're following the gambling. Uh Jameis Winston prop at minus five hundred to throw an interception. Like <laughs> that's how you know it's like almost a foregone conclusion this guy's gonna throw the ball to somebody in a white and red jersey. So it's crazy. Anyway. Atlanta who, who do you have in this game? Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh Mom. Yeah, me too. Atlanta, yep. So, me too. All three of us are on Atlanta. Let's go uh, NFC South, New Orleans, and Carolina. I got New Orleans by a lot, like a lot, lot. Give me New Orleans, please. Uh, uh, Mom, who do you have? <sighs> New Orleans. And uh, Trevor? New Orleans. Uh, let's go to Jack. Let's go. We're getting the games that don't matter here. Sorry, guys. We're going out of order. Let's go to Indianapolis and Jacksonville. Um, Tom Coughlin's gone. The burden's been lifted. Nick Foles might get shipped out. The Colts stink. I have no idea who to pick in this game. Um, for absolutely no reason, I'll pick the I, Jacksonville gave up. I'll pick them up for absolutely no reason. I I, I don't know. Uh, Colts. Mom, who do you have? Indy. Uncle Trevor? Colts. Colts. All right, so we're on the same page here. Uh, let's go to the Rams and uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, oh, it's, I don't know if Kyler's playing or not. Uh I don't know if he's – give me give me the Rams. I, I don't know the injury situation, but hopefully Larry Fitzgerald never retires because he is a walking legend, and I wish that guy would go one year, get on a Super Bowl team so he can finally have his just due and get his ring. But uh, for this game, I'll pick uh, the Rams. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have? The Rams. Mom? I really want to pick the Cardinals, but I think I will pick the Rams. Okay. Um, 
last game that really doesn't matter. Uh, the Chicago Bears minus three at Minnesota. Um, I still don't trust Mitch Trubisky. I'll, I'll take Minnesota plus three. Um, I, I don't trust him. Yeah, Minnesota. Mom, who do you have? Minnesota. And then Trevor? Chicago. All right, Chicago, two Minnesota, one Chicago. All right, let's get to the games that do matter. NFC East here. Um, um, obviously, you're picking the Cowboys minus 12 uh, against the Redskins. Um, well, at least I think you are, right? Seriously? Yeah, no. Okay, <laughs> I was right. Dow, uh, I was picking what the I Cowboys. You, I always pick Dallas, no matter what. That's a true fan right there. Um, Dallas, mom, you got Dallas over Trevor. Who do you have? Mm. I guess Dallas. I know, hard. Yeah, it's hard. I know. 50 50 game here. I think Dallas is about to quit. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas hasn't quit yet. They they, they might, but in this game. Um, uh, Pick the the Redskins plus 12. the, the line's too high. Uh, Dallas to win, Redskins to cover. Um, yeah, take take Should the Redskins plus Dallas? twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I, yeah. I, I got the feeling they're going to quit. Yeah. Well, next game on the list: Philadelphia is at the New York Giants, favored by three and a half. Um, Mom, who do you have here? I've been saying all week. I have to be a Giants fan for the day. So, picking the Giants. Giants. I'll go Trevor. Really? And, uh, of course you are. No. I, Eagles, I, I don't see, see it, them man. quitting. I, I mean, I, I, it's well, Giants. I don't think the Giants. No, no. I, I don't think it's a matter of the Eagles quitting. I think the Giants know that they should have beat them the first time and the Eagles wouldn't even be here. The Eagles, the yeah, they already lost to Miami. They're up seventeen to three to broken down Eli Manning, who's about to call it a career. They're down seventeen to three on Monday Night Football, and their all their whole city is booing them. Those team, their old fans hate them. Okay, and the Giants had twenty nine yards, and they had thirty nine yards, and maybe if the officiating was a little bit better, because. Hey, Bob, I don't know if you remember the game time touchdown to Zach Ertz. The play clock had expired. Mm-hmm. I remember. Zero. The play clock was at double zeros when the guy snapped the ball. It was a delay of game. You snapped the ball with zero seconds. Like, like, and it was sitting there. It was zero seconds. Like a second and a half. You saw it. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? That's a delay of game. Like, what are you doing? And the same thing happened with the game-winning score. Because it was like, dude, that hit triple, that hit double zeros on the play clock. You have to, you have to flag them. <laughs> so, the Giants know that. I know the Giants stink, but I just got a feeling. I, the, the Giants hate Philadelphia just as much as the, the Giants hate Dallas and the Redskins. So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to pick the Giants plus three and a half. And I know it's a Hail Mary. And, Mom, I know you don't want to make the playoffs this year. But I, well, I just got to 
I got to see Actually, it. the winner yeah. of that division can win a playoff game. I think the winner of that division can beat Seattle. Yeah, yeah, they'll beat Seattle, but I'm saying if you want to beat Seattle, they go they go to San Francisco and get your head bat, bashed in by Jimmy you know, that defense and that well, you running get more game. Money. You really want to you do get more money for that? Huh? That's your playoff games you get paid for. That's true. That's that's true. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is true. It is all about the money. I uh, oh goodness. Okay. Ain't a damn thing funny. Mm. Uh, well, uh, I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry, guys. We're going a little wild. The kickoffs have started. Uh, NFL red zone is on. The kickoffs have started. So let, let's let's I'll speed this up here. Battle for Miami Drive number. Oh, that that that's unfortunate. Thank you for letting me know that. We're on live radio, you guys. I just turned the game to the Patriots. Sorry, sorry. Miami is. Oh yeah, Miami is driving, but we just sacked. Oh, they him. were sacked. We just sacked him. Yes. Anyway, uh, all right. Before we get out, get off topic here, let's go. Uh, battle for number two in the AFC, New England. Uh, I'll take New England minus. Well, see, take Miami plus sixteen and a half, and take New England to win. The spread's too high, but the Patriots will get it done and be the number two. Um, I'll also take Kansas City minus ten against the Chargers. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have for both of those games? New England, Kansas City. Mom? Hold on. Let me mark the sheet. New England and Kansas City. And I am duplicating New England and Kansas City for me. Okay, New England, Kansas City for you. All right, battle for number six, AFC. Pittsburgh minus one at Baltimore. Uh, Duck Hodges is terrible. I, I'm actually, he really is terrible. I, I would pick the Ravens plus one. Actually, to be honest with you, I'm gonna take the Ravens to win this game. Uh, I also take the Ravens. We got uh, Tennessee minus seven at Houston. I'll take Tennessee. I'll take Tennessee in that game, and I'll take Oakland plus three and a half against Denver. Bob, who do you have in those three games? I am going to pick Baltimore, Denver, and hmm, hmm. Uh, I think Tennessee. I think they're more driven than Houston right now. Okay. All right, Uncle Trevor. Yeah. Those three games. What do you have for those? Ditto. Ditto. Ditto, ditto. So Baltimore, Tennessee, and Denver, you said? Yep. I said Denver. Yep. You want Denver too, Trevor? Yeah, no. Yep. Yeah, okay. Baltimore, Tennessee, oh, Denver. Okay. Going for it on fourth and, down. Well, they, they don't care. Oh! They're complete. Cool. Oh. All right. They're complete. Great. Let's go. Battle for the number one seed. 35 seconds. Battle <laughs> for the number one seed. Uh,. I got San Fran minus three. I've got Green Bay minus 12 and a half. That's a big favorite I will take, actually. I'll take Green Bay minus 12 and a half. And uh, we already picked New Orleans and Carolina. So I got Green Bay and San Francisco. Uh, Mom, who do you have? Oh, I would love to pick Detroit. Love to pick Detroit. Um, I'm picking Green Bay. Uh, 
and I'm picking Seattle. Okay, Green Bay and Seattle. And Uncle Trevor? Green Bay of San Francisco. Green Bay and San Francisco. Okay, do we get everything here? We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So, yep, sixteen games. We gotten through them. And that ends the pickup segment. And thank you guys for listening because the game is on. Bob's got to get excited for our game here or just watch our game. But the Patriots game is on, and I'm going to be a riot here if I don't get off the phone. So uh, let's let's end it there. Guys, once again, happy holidays from us as the Always 100 podcast. We really greatly appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us. Um, next year, we're going to be bigger, better, and trying to improve each and every show to make sure you guys get the best quality uh, that, that we can give you. Uh, please find the show in the meantime on Always 100 Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, 2020 is going to be way better uh, than 2019. Uh, the whole decade was a bit crazy, but we, we did a lot of good things, grew a lot, made a lot of friends, started this podcast this decade. Uh, so it's been a really fun ride. Mom, what do you have to say in conclusion of the last show of the decade? Quinn, you've grown a lot since we first started, or even since we first started talking about you starting a podcast. Remember how we had all those issues at first and you yeah, know, we were a little sure. worried about it, but you've really grown and I'm excited to see where you're going to go with this and, and beyond. So, Congratulations on your success with the podcast thus far, and I hope I can see rapid growth in the near future. Do you have anything personal you want to say? You, I mean, you know, it wasn't a talk about me. You don't have to talk about me if you want to talk about something personal as well for you and your goals for 2020 as well. You can you can do that. I mean, my my main goal is to be the best person I can possibly be. Uh, second goal is to help as many people as I can. Uh, third is to, you know, build up my business. Uh, fourth, and not necessarily any order, um, I want to, you know, make sure that I love and support my family as much as I can, as best as I can. And I just want the best for you guys, you know. So on that note, I just really want it to be a happy and healthy, fresh start for the new year. And I'm looking forward. I, I think 2020 is going to be my year since I am a 20 baby going into 2020. You know, I, think, uh, I think all the stars are going to align and it's going to be awesome. So looking forward to it. Now, Trevor finishes out here. Thank, thank you for being on the show each and every week this year. We, I do really greatly appreciate it. Uh, anything you want to say to end the last show of the decade? Nope. Just get ready for the, the real season to start now. Three limbs are over. Now it's, now it's playoff time. Unfortunately, yeah. my team and your mom's team will be watching from the Bahamas on vacation now. Sad but likely true. Maybe they can go on a cruise together. Oh Oh, man, see. Is Duck paying for it? Oh, don't do that. No. 
Doug will be the, the waiter. Uh-huh. He'll be the one. <laughs> Leave that man alone. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, goodness. Let's get off the phone now. Guys, find the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, until 2020. Uh, 2020 is the next show. We're going to talk about all the playoffs. Double show started Wild Card Weekend. Thank y'all for listening. See you next week.